3: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Achtung, Achtung, Christmas is a coming, dear listeners. And to quote Richard Chaplow, 26 appearances, 9 subs, 1 goal. As he once said, you cannot beat a good board game. And we've got a good board game for you here, Achtung has teamed up with a tremendous football-trivial-pursuit-style game called Pundit. You can follow Pundit at Pundit Games on Twitter. And it's a really nice little game, actually. It's a ball game. It consists of football trivia questions, easy and hard. Some of the hard ones are very, very hard. And you move along a football pitch to score goals against your opponent. It will suit the football head in your life, dear listeners. Great way to pass a Christmas afternoon. You can get a 10% discount if you visit punditgames.co.uk at P-U-N-D-I-T-G-A-M-E-S punditgames.co.uk Get a 10% discount at checkout with the code LIONS in capital letters LIONS, capital letters And every sale will benefit the Lions Food Hub um, What a better way to pass your Christmas than to enjoy a good football trivia game and to know you're doing good at the same time, so get on it. Punditgames.co.uk. You're listening to Acton Law,
3: broadcasting from the beautiful South.
1: Accept no Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Akdung World Cup number two in this little World Cup series. Joining me to. Chew the cud, chew the fat, kick the traces on the World Cup. My two compatriots, Mr. Harry Warren, wearing his 2002
0: Millwall shirt. Nice choice, H. Today, I feel like Steve Claridge. I feel like a migrant worker. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We live in strange times.
1: We certainly do that. Also joining us, the man himself, Mr. Ryan Loftus. Are you enjoying the World Cup, Ryan?
2: Yes, I absolutely love it, Nick. I
1: love it. You love shouldn't it. be enjoying yourself. <laughs> you, you, you should be in misery. Shame on you. And just coming onto the stream now from his abode of not abode of work, place of work, Mister Michael Avery. How are you doing, Michael? Good afternoon.
3: Sorry for uh, sorry for joining so late. I do apologise.
1: That's all right. Well, what have I, what I
3: missed? How many f words from Harry?
0: None, <laughs> none so none, far. None, actually, none, a grand total of one minute twelve into the pod, and I haven't done any. Um, however, I have referenced Gianni Infantino's weird speech, so uh, we'll continue from there. Oh yeah. yeah. The listeners Let's need to out. know I've
1: got. I have a private rule of thumb that is never to have more than three voices on the show because it gets too hard and too confusing. So I've broken that rule immediately with four of us. So um, I'm going to sit back like Mr. Speaker in the. Uh, Prime Minister's question time, and, and allow the debate to continue. Um, I thought we'd just kick off with. I mean, my, my, I've done very little prep for the show, listeners, but I thought it'd be nice just to go around the panel and ask if they're enjoying. Everyone's enjoying the World Cup because I, I am, and you know, all joking aside, chaps, this is this this, this is a strange World Cup. It's probably the most examined World Cup that I think I've ever um, I'm aware of, and I've lived through a few of them now. Um, Courtesy of social media, courtesy of the twenty-four news cycle, but this is certainly the the most examined in the sense of the rights and wrongs of staging it. But now the football started. I'm generally enjoying myself. Um, four games a day, uh, some good games as well so far. But are we enjoying ourselves? How
0: are you enjoying the World Cup, mate? Do you like the World Cup? Um, I think it's I think it's been an okay start. I think there's been I think from an England point of view, I think you know a couple of people when they go I only mean shame that benzema's out for france where I'm going fucking get in the cunt's fucking injured um but you know from a purely selfish <laughs> point of view um but yeah I think it's been it's been okay it's better than there's been a couple of dud World Cups recently. I seem to remember the one in South Africa was really slow, and you had the endless fucking voo voo during every game. That meant you that if that's atmosphere, that's the England band type of atmosphere that nobody really wants. Um, where this, you know, the best game I think so far has been the Saudi game. I think, you know, get the geopolitical <laughs> stuff aside, the um, the, yeah. to see them beat one of the favorites sort of near enough at home. They're bidding for the 2030 World Cup, as it is anyway. But, um yeah, it's it's, it's been all right. It's, it needs... Uh, the group stage is the group stage. There's not really... There's been some good football and stuff, but it gets interesting when you know sort of the the path to the tournament at the end of the group stage. But four day games a day till Friday is not a bad, not a bad way if you're working from home, I'm sure.
1: No, is, is it testing your ability to consume football, Ryan? Right? I've, I've literally... Just finished watching uh, Croatia and Morocco. Um, it actually, it wasn't a bad game in fairness, but nil-nil um, draw. There's been one or two like that recently. But uh, the standard of football, for me, been pretty robust. I've enjoyed it so far.
2: I love it. I I I think there's a, a thing that happens with World Cups that every World Cup, and this isn't directed at Harry, but it's directed at pretty much most of the comments I see, Every World Cup, as it's happening, everyone always goes on about how bad it is or how boring it is. Like, yeah, it's games are football is consumed like in bulk, especially in England, where you know you've got the three o'clock ban. So the majority of games in the country probably aren't that exciting. That all happen at the same time, and then you get you you get the couple that are exciting or match of the day. You know, match of the day. You might as well watch the first two games, and then it's. I think the most common result in football is one nil, and nil nils, one alls are pretty close seconds. So with the World Cup, you get this weird thing where every single game is given its own spotlight and people go, oh, isn't this boring? It was a bit like during lockdown when they were all on TV because you were then really just really focusing on one game. But what's exciting is the teams that are playing against each other, the fact that it's a World Cup. And obviously you get the going into the World Cup, all of the chat around it. And I think, you know, if you're a relatively intelligent person, I feel like you can put that to one side to it you can you know what your moral stance on something is but then you also know that you can enjoy the foot like that the fact that a football tournament is on shouldn't really change your opinions on whatever they are that you hold on things you know um i think that's still it's not wrong to still enjoy it i don't begrudge anyone who's like gone out to qatar to watch it for example like wales fans wales fans it's their first world cup in 58 years is it and you know it's not your fault where it is, how it's been managed, what's happened with it. At the end of the day, you know, football is great. Like, that's why we do this pod. That's why we watch so much. But yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm working from home throughout the tournament. So I think I was looking yesterday. There is four games a day until, is it the second?
1: Yeah, through the group stages. That's right. And
2: then then there are two games a day until the sixth. Then we have two days break. So, uh and then it's two games get two games a day again. So, yeah, I've I've missed twenty five minutes of one of the games so far, <laughs> and a uh, long way that streak continued. To be honest,
1: I must admit I was, I was tested yesterday. It was a game yesterday? It was a no, no, um, Oh, Mexico, Poland, Michael. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, I don't know if that if any anyone here watched that one, but that was that was a that felt like a bit of a stretch after the uh, the drama, which I largely missed of Argentina being beaten by Saudi Arabia. I mean, Michael, I mean, Ryan's made a good point there, actually, because, you know, pretty much most World Cups, there are very few World Cups when you look at the the history of the tournament that have been played in kind of like a totally clean utopian society. You know, they're, they're normally played somewhere where you can draw a few question marks. I'm, I'm old enough old enough to remember the, the Mexico World Cup being on. I didn't follow an awful lot of it because I was only nine years old. Um but Mexico, as a society, then was pretty authoritarian and just to touch on another point that ryans made there were there were some boring games in Mexico, although that's seen now as the perhaps the most iconic World cup of the lot with Pele and the brazilian side there, it wasn't all um flair you know it's there's there's always a mix and you you tend to remember the the big moments and and put the uh the the you know the slightly more tedious stuff to one side. But are you enjoying it Mike are you are you are you enjoying the uh, Qatar 2022 thing?
3: Um one thing I am enjoying I've got to say is the attendances that they report after games <laughs> 550,000
2: people in that stadium
3: <laughs> yeah, Mike 550,000 people in a stadium that's There's that's people on the
1: roof clinging to the, the floodlight pylons because yeah. there's more people in the ground than the the, the capacity should have yeah. no, I, I, I don't it, know what's going on there
3: But you know what it, Ryan you were saying about our world cup start You know, sort of some of them are quite boring and it's exciting, uh, or then they get more exciting as they go along. I genuinely think, to a point, this has started how most other World Cups start, really, Um, in the sense that you've had a few noses blooded early on. I mean, Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia, you know, I think they've gone Mm. in one of the favourites, if not the favourite, reminds me of when Spain lost their opening game against Switzerland, I think the year they won it.
1: Um, Cameroon beat um, Argentina. When was that? Was that 1990? I think. Um, but yeah, there's been one or two upsets in opening games. Um, you know, for, for some a lot of the big nations over the years, over the tournament. So that was quite a turn up, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, and then and now you've got some teams who I think have probably seen results like the Argentina Saudi Arabia game because I think this the, wasn't it. The percentage chance of Saudi Arabia winning was one of the lowest. Ever, something like eight percent or 4%. something. So now, so now you've got some teams who half fancy thinking. Well, I suppose, I suppose a draw and just getting a couple of points on the board might not be the worst idea. I mean, you, the one, the one good thing with the World Cup is you, you win a game, um, and you're arguably pretty much through already, or you're looking at going through. I mean, in England now, the way our result went, and then the other results, I think all we needs like a, a point and other things to go our way, and we, we at least go through second. But all these, mm. all these teams all these teams know they've got to get points on the board early so if it's that one point and then it goes to the head to head etc goal difference it's it's not been a bad start but yeah going back to what you said nick it's it's been it's been okay it's it, it, off the field off the field it's the tournament that keeps giving because something new turns up every single day um yeah but on 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 the field i, I think you could probably say it's better than most people thought it would be
1: I mean, ripping start for England. H six two. Did you watch it? Did you get a chance to see it? Or you were? I watched
0: it. I watched every minute of it. I um, I, look, it's Iran. Um, it's the right formation against Iran. You can only beat what's in front of you. We looked good. Their keeper was concussed and should never have continued on the pitch. And football is still a fucking no. dystopian shit show when it comes to head injuries, and that's worrying. But then when the when the tournament... Have we got lawyers? Have we got lawyers ready? Um, when the tournament <laughs> is run by people that uh, sell a tournament to a, a horrible regime that uh, is oppressive to most of its people that live there, um, what, what are you going to expect? I mean, the, uh, Michael's just touched on it. Um, there's, what, fucking... I, I mean, every day. I mean, as pitiful as the armband was, I, I, I think the England FA you have got to take a lot of shit, um, whether or not you agree with taking the knee or not taking the knee, that reared really its ugly head again because you took the knee despite you didn't wear the armband. So you either do both or you do none, um, as far as I'm concerned. And the, whether or not you want Harry Kane to get booked in the first game, subsequently it looks like he's injured. pray he isn't, but it looks like he's injured, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Um, mm. But mm. for me, for me... That was that was the statement. I don't care what any other nation's doing. If you want to, uh, if you want a lead from the front and you want to push uh, anti discrimination against all peoples, then you do both both things. You don't just take the knee. And Sorry, lead. Harry. Harry, yeah.
3: very quickly, just to touch on while you are on this, and then I'll jump straight back out. It's just come up on the BBC website looking now that the German Football Federation is investigating whether it was legal for
0: FIFA to threaten players with sanctions for wearing it. And there we go. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, that that's the strongest response, but it's after the fact. I think they all should have done it. Taken the uh stood together as the seven nations that they did it and went, "Fuck you, Fever. We've made you look stupid on your tournament." It's very strange how this tournament in this despot nation um has decided to bow. That normally Fever run the show. A bit like the FA. You want to play in the FA Cup, play by our rules. You want to play in the Premier League, play by our rules and Sky. In in this tournament, it seemingly has been Qatar's gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can have alcohol. You can you can have this. You can no one's. Everyone's going to be welcome.
1: You can have. So, Wiser, yeah, you can do what you want. And then literally
0: on the eve of the tournament, when everyone's here, they've gone. No, nah, it's our fuck it, It's our tournament. It's our rules. You do what we want. Um, and this is, you know, um. Uh, my very my weird. theory,
1: my theory on on that, Ryan, because I, I, I've been thinking about this because um, when you look back at previous world cups even the most recent ones we've you know we've, we've come from Russia in 2018 which is again you know It wasn't the now. Russia perhaps of, <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks so great now but didn't it, I don't know did it look as bad at the time i mean most you could find um journalists and and, and writers telling you about the problems in russia i think it's probably a bit of a blind eye turn to to russia in 2018 and to some extent even in brazil in 2014 because there was controversy before that um and to some level, the the spending that took place in um, South Africa in 2010. You know, um, you can always argue that um, you know money sh- could have been better spent in in uh, South Africa and Brazil, whereas maybe only Qatar really has the kind of disposable money to throw two hundred two hundred million. I think I've read it 200 200 billion. 200, 200
2: billion. 250 200 billion,
0: billion. Wow, um, which is by far the most expensive. Uh, That'd by you half uh, of Mbappe, I think, at the moment in the current transfer window. I think, I, think it's I, mean, more than,
2: I think it's more than ten times than any other country's ever spent on a World Cup. I mean,
1: I mean my, my theory, Ryan, is that FIFA is used to pushing countries around a bit like the Olympic Committee. You know, when the Olympics descended on London, they ran. Um, it was almost local laws get slightly suspended, and you know you have to do what the Olympic Committee, and the same with FIFA when they. Run a World Cup, you have to fall in with them. And only country, maybe, maybe Saudi Arabia, maybe, maybe obviously Qatar now has the financial clout to <laughs> push FIFA around. <laughs> maybe they've met their match when it comes to the wrestling financial Olympics. You know,
2: it's a really weird one because, like Harry's saying, like you're used to FIFA kind of running it. They do often run it as a as a relatively silent partner. Like, I know obviously it's the FIFA World Cup and everything, mm. but they're not. In Sepp Blatter's era, you, the, what you heard from Sepp Blatter at, like, FIFA events and when he was doing draws, didn't hear from him at World Cups. He, didn't, he no. didn't make these stupid speeches. Like, it's not... You can't... There's not a lot of things... There are a few clips and stuff, but there's not a lot of things you can take the piss out of what Sepp Blatter has said. Other than, you know... Well, I know there's a lot, but one what immediately jumps to mind is when he said to make women's football more appealing, they should just wear shorter shorts. Um, but
1: not a bad this, idea. This,
2: is, this, is, this, is, this <laughs> World Cup, weirdly, is like it is Gianni Infantino's World Cup. It's not FIFA, and it's almost like that. the The beer thing was supposedly, obviously, it was Qatar's decision that they didn't warn FIFA about, but it was FIFA making the statements. Um, the the one love armband thing was supposedly nothing to do with Qatar and was a FIFA. Option, you know, whoever you believe there, but you're only really hearing from FIFA. You haven't heard from Qatar at all at the opening ceremony. No one from the Qatari um, World Cup committee or from the government made said anything. They didn't make a speech. They didn't open it, which every other host nation has always done. Mm. Like it is not. They are. There are reports that you know a lot of people in Qatar, senior people in Qatar, regret even hosting it because of the scrutiny it's brought and then the cost it's brought. But you're not. You don't hear anything from anyone in Qatar at all. You only hear from Infantino, and it's it's a very weird. And obviously, he is has moved his family to Qatar, lives in Qatar. Like it's a it's a really weird relationship thing going on there.
0: Good, Eric. Other person that needs some scrutiny on a Millwall based podcast is Mr. Tim Cale, who doesn't need the money, who has run the Aspire Academy that put that shower of shit out there on the first game. Hello, Mr. Tim Cahill. Qatar. Yes. By, by,
1: Qatar, by some distance, the worst team we've seen in, in the tournament. I, I think that's a good point. If
0: you spend £250 billion on a tournament, you've put a lot of these players in an academy for 12 years. You would have thought the first thing would have been, let's make ourselves solid at the Let's find a goalkeeper. That be that be the first thing.
1: I mean, Michael, you watch a lot of the Scaffold League. I mean, I don't think that Qatari team would have looked out of place playing at Case um, Sports or Phoenix or you know, at that mm. level. They they were awful. Well, for, and uh, first? I think Ecuador went easy on them in that second half. Actually, I mean they they eased up on the gas against against Qatar.
3: Well, firstly, um, this that means we'll never get Tim you on this podcast in the future. Um, <laughs> would oh. if you're from a big oh, I mean, the, ch-
1: the chances are always slender <laughs> Yeah.
3: I mean, I mean, we could all, we could offer him ten percent
0: on the board game. I but I do I, no twenty no.
1: percent this week on the board game. Black fr- Black 20, Friday, quid. twenty quid, twenty quid, yeah, twenty quid. Black Friday deals. At the Black
0: Friday deals. Black week is Black Week. Uh, yeah. The club shop, the club shop. Let's not mention the club shop. Well, funny
1: enough, I've got on my notes here. listen, interrupting Michael. I've got I've got the most weird um, clash of, of screenshots. I've got the cost of the World Cups, which Ryan's just said. For Qatar is 220 billion, and then like a, a bar chart of other World Cups all in the billions, just above a Mill statement on its retail operation, which is basically there isn't one at the moment. So I thought there's a really weird clash between 220 billion and then the uh, the, the lion's shop being shut. But Michael, sorry, I interrupted you on, on, on that. Um, I've forgotten what the question was that I asked you. Um, the, qual-
3: the quality of the Qatar team?
1: Quality of the Qatari team, awful.
3: Well, I think they made Ecuador look like world beaters, didn't they? Um... <laughs> I think I think the one thing you can say if you're Ecuador, and this is where um this goes back to how England played to a point. Yes, you can only beat what's in front of you, but the way they played it should it shouldn't have been two nil, should it? I mean Ecuador should have absolutely Put them to the sword and destroyed them, and got they eased it up. They eased,
1: eased it up, and I, politically, I think they might have decided not to to thump the uh, the home nation. But
3: possibly, you 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 say you say that, Nick, and I do agree. But you know, if if you've got a team like Qatar, it's like when you have teams with no due respect to any of our listeners out in the Faroe Islands or San Marino. <laughs>
1: Um, or the Channel Islands, or the Channel
3: Islands. <laughs> but when you play like teams against the Gibraltar's and people like that, they could be the they could be the teams that get you through on goal difference. So you've yeah. absolutely got to annihilate these teams because you know who who, yeah. who else is in their um their group. Senegal,
1: the Yeah, two 0 to the Netherlands. Senegal, I thought didn't look brilliant, but they looked a, a world right. apart. Yeah, from, and uh, but, that's, but that's that's
3: that's the thing that 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 group um, to a degree. They they sort of could all half sort of beat each other I think on on each other's day except for Qatar and that group could go to goal difference and what's happened you've only scored two against the worst team in the tournament you know political or not that that could a two nil against them could knock you out not go out the World Cup
2: Wales are in this tournament as well
3: let's not go well home I was just going to, to mention the Wales, Wales. Uh, USA,
1: USA won Wales? Wales one. <laughs> um, I mean, poor first half from the Welsh. They did make a bit of a, a Welsh comeback in the second half, and uh, their, their talisman Bale scored a, a decent penalty. Um, neither side—I thought the USA might impress us, H—but they didn't. Neither side really looked like um, it might be. It might be the tr- proverbial slow start, so I better not say too much because no. I'm sitting, sitting pretty of a six-two something of Iran on. on in well, of let's be there.
0: let's be honest, right? It would be remiss of us not to mention the fact that Wales have got. Basically, the only real proper old-fashioned centre forward at the tournament, really, um, bigger, big old Kiefer yeah. Moore, and they just went fuck it, let's lump it long to the big man, um, which mm. I, I respect fully as a uh, as an advocate of Harris ball and um, uh, and all that. Uh, <laughs> I, I
1: struggling I, in I, League Two, H. I, 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 I I I need exactly. to I need <laughs> to.
0: I, I mean, i they've scored six goals from open play. I, I I I I was looking at it. I think they've even I think they're now trying the sixteen year olds up front. It must be really fucking grim down there. But um
1: Desperate. desperate uh, At the end of the day I think
0: um I think moving moving swiftly on from that. I mean the uh the American the American and Welsh teams probably fancy before they played each other they needed a point and they could build their build their tournament from there against, you know, realistically Mm -hmm. We shouldn't lose to either one of them. The Wales game is tricky because it's a derby. They'll be fired up. We won't um, yeah, they will. but yeah. we uh what's the right what's the right word of dealing with it? I trust in Gareth to get us out of this group as top and for it all to go wrong in the round of sixteen. I yeah. think, I I mean, trust, uh,
3: Harry, Harry, I trust in the draw that will finish top, not uh the draw of the group, not not Gareth Southgate, because there's no one there is no way we are not not going to win this group. There's there's no way. If if there is, there's a major problem. Maybe. I, I
2: just I just
1: you agree with that. Agree with that, Ryan, That we should win the group. I, I, I think. So. I
2: think. I think. Michael saying that then, that might be the first person during this whole build up to the World Cup that I've I've heard say that out loud. I cannot <laughs> believe. I like honestly. I'm getting so annoyed with a lot of the build-up, a lot of the preview, listening to a lot of people. I cannot believe how negative everyone is being going into this World Cup. I don't give a shit if you don't really like Gareth Southgate. The group we've got is shite. It is so easy. It is when when I know we've fucked up before. That's where the
0: negativity
2: (laughs) comes. People seem to be completely forgetting that we lost the Euros final on penalties. We didn't Get battered. Italy had one shot on target and scored it, and we lost on penalties. We did well at the World Cup before that, and the squad is massively different and better than the last two tournaments. 100% it's better, Harry. Um, Wales are rubbish. Ga- Ar- Aaron Ramsey cannot run anymore, and Gareth Bale is older. People seem to only remember Euro 2016, which Wales were absolutely fantastic. They still lost to England and only scored because Joe Hart fucked up massively. They also, at the next Euros, which was last year, were awful, finished third. I think they finished third in their group, maybe finished second, in a bad group, including Turkey, who were dreadful, Switzerland, who were hard, and Italy, who beat them. Then they got absolutely whacked by Denmark, who were shit yesterday as well. The US are also rubbish. They have a few young players and people are going, well, they've got the youngest squad at the tournament, I think. People are going, that could be interesting. They're starting Josh Sargent up front, people. They have hmm. starting... Josh Sargent and Tim Ream and Zimmerman at centre-backs, they are shit. (laughs) Iran was probably the hardest game we will have. The idea that Wales will be up for it, and I know we have the Scotland game, but weirdly England-Scotland is a lot harder, and England have probably worse record in that game than they do against Wales. Wales, I think, will be lucky to come out. I I think I would not be surprised if England won both of the next games 3-0. I think the (laughs) Wales game... England will probably change because we will beat the US. But the... Sorry sorry to finish my... Go it's
0: my a rap. very Harry the S. Idea... I'm very
2: proud. It's taken well, years idea... to this. I haven't heard... I've heard one person who was an American who predicted we would get to the final. Everyone else predicted we would come out of the groups or the round of 16. Look at the group we would play if we topped the group. The Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, or Qatar. One of those four teams will finish second and that's who we'll play. Do you think we would beat that Senegal team that played the Netherlands? Yes, would should you be do
1: easily. Yeah, yeah.
2: would we beat the Netherlands? Yes, because they're not very good. Like I cannot, I, I honestly think I haven't really said this too much publicly because people it could obviously blow up in your we'll face. This now. We'll I, honestly this now. England, I honestly think England will get to the final and probably lose it. It's only it's only
1: us four talking here, or right. No one good. else would be listening to this. Like, I don't honestly think worry will get the like, final, and that's us. not
2: through a that's not through a grandiose. England are so good because our side of the draw is quite easy. Oh, it's still side like, of the again. draw again. <laughs> but no, no, but it's true. because we not
1: face France, I Ryan, think, if at some point, in, if we get into the. Potentially city-
2: France is semi. Okay, so then the semi. Is it
1: quarterfinal or semi? I think, think it's
2: just France in this side of the draw, though, because the other side of the draw has Germany, Spain, Portugal. Um, I think Portugal, Brazil, and Argentina in it
1: we so we've, it's a, it's Argentina apart, we've yet to see, um, you know, the Brazil. other big guns, at Brazil uh, yeah, being... Exactly.
2: Not a lot of the big teams have played, but from what I've seen so far, other than France last night, England's performance, and then it's the thing of, oh, well, it's only Iran. But, like, you still have to beat no, these teams, no, and we right. absolutely... Well,
1: you do, them. you do, you like, like, do. I mean, Michael, I thought... I thought I thought the Iranian team looked like your typical kind of championship difficult to beat away side. A bit like maybe our Millwall might set up in a but sense they about... were the
2: ones who everyone was tipping to be the hardest game. Well,
1: well because like, they I, came, think I think they, they came lost. into the tournament with a decent record of defensively minded football. So Yeah, but like... we did. We dis. What the point that strikes me. I don't know if you agree, uh, Michael, but I, I thought England dismantled them. We I mean, once the goal started to flow, we looked really, really good <laughs> going forwards. Yeah. Um, Players are real, real talent. You know, Bellingham and and, and Saka. Uh, I mean, if he stays fit, Kane and, and 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 even Sterling popped up with one, didn't he? So, you know that that's got to be that has got to be some comfort because that they will I presume they can play at that level. which the they they should be able to. That's that's going to get goals against most teams. It's just how many we concede that bothers me because we look a bit fragile in defence. I
3: think. Yeah. And uh, the, the the thing is as well it's like what Ryan was saying there, and I do agree with a lot of that rant. And I hope that the point he was making when he said about what I said, he agreed with me. Um, But um, one thing I will say is, I just think that attacking-wise, we do look really good. I know know it is against Iran. And you could only, like you say, you only can play what's in front of you. But then, like like I said a moment ago, you compare it with Ecuador. They only beat them 2-0. Yes, the Iran team wasn't particularly good, but we absolutely annihilated them and showed why they're not really at, at our level. And like Ryan was saying, why we should all going well, get quite far in the tournament. I think I think Bellenham's goal, as soon as that hit the back of the net, I think that put an extra twenty million on what he's going to be worth. Um I think he absolutely bossed the game for a player of his age to be, you know, having that many touches, you know, in the opposition half, I think he did really, really well. Saka's been absolute class for Arsenal for a number of seasons now and, you know, he's his movement on and off the ball is really, really good. Even Sterling, who was a bit hot and cold, up he he did okay as well. And one thing I will say And again, this is kind of um, joining in with what Ryan said as well. I do think with this England team, if we don't do anything in this tournament, I think we'll be real contenders in the next year. We need to tighten up at the back, 100% agree. Um, Maybe sort out the goalkeeping issue because I think going into the tournament, yes, Pickford is a fantastic goalkeeper for England, but he's too Bob at Everton. Um, I hope he's not listening to this. Um, So hard,
2: so good. But...
3: um, (laughs) I'm 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 quite a fan of Pick when he plays for England, and when I watch him for Everton, I do think why it seems a different goalkeeper. And Ryan, you've got to be honest. I know you're shaking your head, but you've got to be honest. It, it doesn't. It
2: might be because he has more shots when he's at Everton than he does at England. But he, he statistically, he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league this year. Like saves he's making, he's performing really well. It, does, it I, doesn't I think, help it, when you've got Frank Lampard
0: coaching the defence in front of you. That normally is yeah, I think, I think, I think all
2: game. England goalkeepers, all England goalkeepers get slated, like regardless. I don't. Yeah, think yeah you know no, I agree. Ever right. been, I'm but but I don't know you know maybe Seaman but um I don't I don't know there's obviously not there's very rarely an England keeper like even Joe Hart I guess the last keeper at like the top Premier League teams but um I think we're in we are probably in a a dearth I, Aaron Ramsdale probably will eventually take over mm-hmm. but just on the on the improving World Cup thing when we played Tunisia I've just got the team up here when we played Tunisia at the last World Cup in our opening game we had obviously Deli Ali was brilliant. That year, and but actually was injured at the World Cup and should mm. not have played a minute. The wingers were Jesse Lingard and Ashley Young. Yeah, like yeah. Young was the left wing back. Like, think of the attack now, and think of who we've got coming off
0: the bench. Was it really like, that? Was it really that? That's yeah. really bad. Yes, was really <laughs> bad. <laughs> it was
2: Ashley Young at left wing mm.
1: back. Tough times.
0: Ashley Young's
3: yeah. not that much younger than Nick, is it? <laughs> I think, I think Nick was what's in the stands when he made
0: his stage. Wasn't Ashley Young one of the passengers on the Titanic?
1: <laughs>
2: I think he kicked the iceberg. He whipped an iceberg in and took Wait, it out. Uh, but no, uh, so yeah. I think, I think what's, what's, what's weird is up until this World Cup, the narrative around England uh, from from that World Cup into the Euros and then to this World Cup was when they built St George's Park and brought everyone to training at that point in the middle of the country, they had the clock on the wall, counting down to the start of the 2022 World Cup, because that was the one they were aiming to win. Yeah, Every, the, the plan was, semi-final of the last World Cup, potentially final or winners of the Euros, and then to potentially win this World Cup. And that has always been the narrative. And it was not even just the narrative, but the FA's explicit um, ambition. And... Because we didn't have a very good Nations League, which neither did France, neither did Germany, neither did Italy didn't qualify for the... Like, Spain didn't have a great one. Um, Because we didn't do very well in those games, and obviously you don't see a lot of the international teams, so it's it's a bit of an odd one, but everyone seems to have just gone, oh, well, this is over. We're going to get knocked out by Wales at the group stage. And I can't... Like, the, like, te- like eight years of narrative? How, how long has Gary Southgate been in the job? No, Six years? Um but I can't understand it myself and I'm not saying that they're going to win the World Cup if it, but,
0: but is, I'm
2: going to I'm will going be going
3: runners up Cup. so that's close
0: no now. it's not it's not it's a, it's fucking the best of the failures that the, the inspe- that this is it if it doesn't win this World Cup <laughs> right Ryan right. by your but by your great. by your own by your <laughs> own names if you set out a name as a business if you treat football as a business yeah. the game yeah. is to improve right so the semi-final we score early Modric and fucking Croatia don't get tired and beat us, right? Fair enough. That happens. We, we lose, right? Whatever. Euro finals, basically a home tournament because of COVID. We go one up early in the game. Declan Rice is basically the only man in midfield doing any running defensively. Takes him off. We lose the game on penalties. Brings on two people who've never taken a professional penalty in his life. Something he said he would never do, but he did. And he did it, right? Um, And... Then he has a shit nation's league and the problem is is everyone basically when we won the semi-final rightly or wrongly everyone just assumed we would win the final because we got to a final it's history we've mm. we've got to win and i think mm. it's interesting in the public psyche that i think i i, I agree with you to a little bit that it's because we had a bad nation league i also think these people don't want to get hurt again i just that, that, to lose, yeah, to, to that, lose, and to lose, the the to, general, to lose, to lose in a sense.
1: I feel for that bloke that the flare stuck up his arse, he don't be doing that again, does he? I mean, no flares f- in, f- in
0: fucking Qatar, I can not keep, keep, keep doing that. I
1: can keep doing that.
2: <laughs> he <laughs> he reliably told the Sun that that was the best day of his life, so he definitely <laughs> would do <agree> that
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the thing <laughs> is, no, I agree. I know this is gonna sound really weird, like, I don't even know if I want to win this World Cup, like, it's not. Oh come yeah. on! No, yeah, on. I, It's not right. Yeah, it's it. not right. I want to be in a beer garden <laughs> I was, in I was the summer, a... chucking oh. beer everywhere. I, was, I don't want. I beer. was having a... mulled wine going over you. I don't, I don't need. I You're not
1: going you down. You're not going down the den Friday night. Throw
0: your lager around when we get the first goal against the. I think that's part of it, though is that that people. <laughs> I
2: think they're they're feeling a bit more distant from this World Cup, so it's. They they're not bo- They're almost not bothered about hanging their hopes on it. Like I think it is. It's it's funny. In-
1: I, I went round to our corner shop yesterday. Get a pint of milk, and there was a house with a union uh, Saint George's cross hanging out the window, and that's the first one that I've seen. Um, I'm not just you know normally in a World Cup, any major tournament, you get like a real buzz. People have mm. got flags on their cars, all sorts of stuff like that. And then I thought, wow, look at that. That's the first one I've seen. You know, at all. Um,
0: Where are the panini so stickers?
1: Whether that will change. Well, maybe it'll change if we get some progress. Who, who knows? Um, and all joking aside, you know, um, the opening game was a one o'clock kickoff. It don't lend itself well to throwing your lager around in a sports you'll, bar, does it? we um, will find um, out maybe, seven o'clock, maybe the next seven one,
0: o'clock Friday. You'll find out Friday how much I... people actually give a shit, will not you? It'll be rammed everywhere and... Um... There's a whole
1: I was looking on um, Millwall online um earlier on. There's a whole thread on there about how people don't care about it and it's almost like a badge of honour that you don't watch it and don't I don't um I think a lot of it has to do with um you know armbands and, 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 and knee taking um, you know, positions, shall we say. Um, but it's, it's just interesting how people are making a big kind of point of, of, of honour, pride they're not watching and they won't watch this England team I don't know which England team they will watch Probably the
0: Lionesses presumably because um, they'll win Yeah, probably all over the probably, probably why <laughs> and quite good believe it or not <laughs>
3: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST
1: and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
3: Achtung! Mailball!
1: Michael, you're your referee in the group. You're, you are a referee. And it's been brought up a few times. But I just wanted to mention it because I kind of approve of the amount of stoppage time that's being added to a lot of games. I mean, it's not unusual now to be seeing... Eight or nine minutes tapped onto the um, the game, and as I understand, it's a FIFA directive to pick up on the thing that I, in my bane of my life, and I might have mentioned it once or twice, listeners, is the you know over over celebrating goals and and game management, all this kind of stuff. And if it's going to be added on at the end on that level, I think I find myself in agreement with FIFA. This is a bit of a revelatory moment in my life. I'm agreeing with FIFA, Michael.
3: Yeah, I mean, when when you do referee games. Um... And you do your training and everything like that. You are you are basically told, you you know, it's, it's obviously the over exuberant um, celebration, if you will, and the you length know, of time as yeah, well. The so, length of so, time. So, time so basically, you you. You've when our referee games, don't get me wrong, if someone scores a goal, I'll let them do like a little high five, maybe like a little huddle back to the circle. If it's nice and quick, I won't add it on. But if if they high five, circle, decide to shake hands with every single player on the pitch, go up to the goalie, then the bench, I'll be like, right, now I'm going to add a bit of time on because this is getting a bit silly now. Right. Um, and I think, do you know what I think he's got a lot to do with as well, Nick? He's, was, it, was it a couple of years ago in the Champions League, they worked out that the pitch and the game was only live for something like 57 minutes. <laughs> and UEFA Uwe, and said that is just absolutely unacceptable. Um, and and it is you know you like the money that's in the game. Um, I, I know obviously you go and it, it's not it's not the spectators' fault or the league's fault if said player keeps booting the ball out or going down injured all the time. But you know people are investing in a product. They're investing in a ninety-minute game. They're investing in in match action. And as we proved proved them as we just said a minute ago in in the Champions League a while ago, it was thirty-three minutes. That's that's over a third of the game. The ball's not even. In play and yeah. being used, so it's being
1: managed. I'm, I'm, and, as I it, And the yeah. thing
3: is, as well, if this, if this, yes, there's game management. Yes, there's doing the quick clap when you're being substituted. And I know some people, you know, like this, was, for example, if if Qatar, if Qatar um, went one 0 up against um, Ecuador, they would have done it, but. You've, you've got to eliminate it i mean maybe 14 and 17 minutes might be a bit too long to play sometimes um and and there's already been records broken for latest lower latest goals scored in games etc but i've got no problem with eight nine minutes being added on at the end because i tell you what once once te- once big name teams get knocked out in the seventh minute added on of 97 or 98 yeah Nick they'll stop doing it
1: are you a shirt twerler when you score your goal
0: Considering uh, you the, you you the fact that I've played for three seasons at South Bank and I haven't scored a goal yet, we don't know. Um, <laughs> right, Ryan will test, Stop, right, right, it, Ryan will test to that. You right. came, came
2: so close to finding out, listener, you will not huh? believe. We came oh, so mate, close. That, one that of the
0: game that me and Ryan played in you know, earlier <laughs> in the season, literally unbelievable. Anyway, um, no, I, I, just from a purely game management point of view, is that it is a skill to game manage. Like it is a skill. Do not get me wrong. It is a skill to con the referee. And I don't understand why people hate it so much. It's part of football. If you want to add the time on, that's up to the referees, the fever directive. I am not being funny. Ryan played Saturday in a cup fucking round of 16 game, got through to a quarter final. And if I was on his team. I would have literally, if we were winning with one minute to go, I'd have literally spun that ball as fucking far away from the pitch as possible and got back into shape. It's part of the game. You know, when you're winning, that is your prerogative to waste time. It's your prerogative to manage Yeah, but Harry,
3: Harry, there's there's, there's a difference between game management and time wasting. Game management is going down if there's a slight touch on you or a slight push. Time wasting is when there's that slight push and you go down holding your head. Getting medical treatment. There's a bit. There's a big difference between the two, mate. I do agree what you're saying in game management, but there is but a difference. I,
0: I, and
2: it's like active. Yeah, when the ball's in and nice
3: out. Yeah, game.
0: I, I I get what you're saying with that, but I don't want to lose because I don't think you can have one without the other, and I don't want to lose the 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 dick dastardly type characters from the game. People moan there's no characters in sport anymore. You're not allowed to be one, and I kind of like. I mean, I I still don't have a problem with. Fucking players celebrating taking their shirts off. I mean, the the, the antithesis of this is the Adderboy or finish. I mean, I just think he's lucky that he done it against Arsenal because nothing was going to happen, was it? A lot of you do that down the den. You know, you run the length of the pitch. There might be there might be a reaction <laughs> that you possibly haven't counted on. But um, it's 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 interesting. I think I think the fact that we played what hundred and twenty minutes the other day with England and just. You know, Near enough, but, but, yeah, at, yeah. But at 6-2...
1: Yeah. Uh, some a big up. injury. I mean, the... Uh, there, was. the, yeah, ball the went there was. There was. Outrageous. There was.
0: I, 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 have a,
2: I have a theory about this one. I have a theory about why why they've done it. Partly, obviously, it is the, the amount of time that the ball isn't in play and they want it in play as much. I'm surprised how negative... Like, it's, it's been quite a split reaction, how negative the reaction has been to it for a lot of people. A lot of people were literally just going, just end the game already. And it's like, why, why are you fucking watching? Like mm. if you want the game to end like the Argentina Saudi Arabia game was brilliant because of the injury and stoppage time. you literally had no idea when it was going to end, and it was so exciting. I think part part of it you know they get the positive of we play more football, and people will like that the The flip side is if people really don't like it, it's more um more fuel to the argument of shortening the game, and I think if people really don't like it, they say okay. We will get rid of stoppage time. We will shorten the game to 60 minutes or 70 minutes and do a stop clock.
1: Like a basketball style. Yeah. uh, I think this is is the first
2: step, which is what FIFA want to do or what a lot of top people want to do to make the game more exciting.
1: Didn't Arsene Wenger propose that, Ryan? Arsene Wenger
2: proposed it. I know um, uh, Real Madrid's president proposed it probably every other day to his wife and then every other (laughs) weekend. Don't don't forget, don't forget, these are the. I don't know. I think. Don't that's forget what doing.
0: these are the same people that want a World Cup to be shortened from every four years to is it every year or every two years? Every two. Every um, year. every two um, they every want two. that. They also, interesting fever, um, money spinning ideas. They have ended their relationship after, what, 20 years with EA Sports. So they are now going to make yeah. their own video game because they want a large slice of the ultimate team, which we have touched on before. They want the budget from that, they want the money. The game itself is 80 quid probably on the current playstation or xbox platform and then you can spend 80 quid and on points for packs so yeah. they're making now it's become a fruit machine I, I I remember fifa all their entire which is note which someone brought up uh Clare claire brought it up on the guardian podcast this morning that's come out Um, FIFA have always been anti-gambling. They've always not had the the gambling policy as no gambling. We've gone to this World Cup and on the screen at one of the stadiums in an Arab country where it is illegal to gamble, they have now announced they have a betting uh, betting partner um, from Budapest. So, um, yeah, you know, another one for the World Cup moral uh, bankruptcy chart.
1: I noticed also that, uh, Michael, they're advertising a FIFA, like a music streaming platform as well. I thought they're really going out into... um... Diversifying, I suppose, is the is 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 the uh, business approach when you you start to branch out. I suppose they did that with the games in a sense, and then you know to but to move into music
0: streaming.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so and it's, the um, music streaming is, is The music
0: streaming, sorry to jump in from what I understand, is um as part of the new ga- as, as part of the game they've added a level of content where it's basically like throw back to old FIFA games and well cut music from those games. So I don't know if the two are interlinked, like it's like a bit of a crossover. But there we go.
1: You're speaking a different language to the one that I speak. The one, the
0: one thing I will say from FIFA, and
3: we were talking about a business earlier on, and whether you like FIFA or not, um, I mean, I'm I'm not a huge fan of them. I think they could do a lot better in certain areas. but if they've if they've got a product which people are part, buying into, Harry, and making money from, i.e., EA Sports and music companies and other companies here, there, and everywhere, and you want to and and you want money that people are making from your name and your products, business point of view, it makes sense. So, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying um, they should do it because again, I used to play the FIFA games growing up. I thought they were good fun. I'm trying to work out what what FIFA. Like Nick was just saying there, what interest they'll have in music? But if it's a brand people buy into, business head on. Why would you? Why would you give it to other people to make a profit on if you
2: can make a profit yeah. on yourself? It's a misunderstanding of where the money's coming from, though, which is a classic thing. Yeah, of, yeah, true, true.
3: Yeah. People
2: aren't playing it because it's called FIFA. People are playing it because it's it's been in development for thirty years. Yeah, and it's, it's a good game. So like like buying it and like thinking they can just develop one is it? You know. Going really randomly off topic, I I, I really like Football Manager. Like I, I, would, I never play FIFA. I don't play FIFA at all. I play Football Manager all the time. Um, and this year, just a real sidetrack, this year the, the game hasn't really been updated too much and people are kind of going, well, what is the point? The problem is that there's no competitor to Football Manager and yeah. the, the intense development that it took to make to get to this stage, there probably can't be. And so that's the thing with the FIFA thing. I think it, it's another revenue stream for them that i think they they're misunderstanding why what fans are liking about football but i can see oh, I feel, I feel, game chat is
0: I feel like it. this is um, it's a bit, it's a bit like- I feel like this has just become the money, money ball com, um, conversation which basically i've seen used as a meme for ronaldo so it's like what, <laughs> what you see is ronaldo scoring 28 goals a season what i see is a lack of understanding of where goals come from yeah and that that's basically what Man United did when they signed Ronaldo, it's the same thing with FIFA and the game. It's like, it's like, yes, yeah. people are here, but they're not here because of the reasons that you think they're here. They're here for completely different reasons. Yeah,
3: one point, I mean, even... one, one more thing I will say. Sorry on that, Nick. I, like we we were saying about, like with the added time and everything like that. Um, and this is one thing I've all, I'm always been quite a person open to just change in general. So you were saying, saying there, Ryan, about how. It's, they might want to introduce the stop clock thing, and some people don't like it. And Harry, you were saying these are the same people who wanted to do this, 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 this. Football's an evolving game. If you if you watch it, if you watch it on TV, like the old the big match stuff, every time there's a throwing back to the goalkeeper, he picks it up. Can't do that anymore. Can't do the back pass anymore. The offside short rule changes every five minutes. You know, um, ways kicks, free kicks have been taken over the years have changed. It's it's. Like, like advantage rules and everything like that, so mm. yeah it's it's something that some people won't find popular um, with FIFA changing things and having all these different ideas. but as I always say, with evolution and, and things getting better and technology getting better, if you't if you don't go along with a ride, you're just going to get left behind
0: I, I personally think there's one rule that they haven't mentioned bringing in, which I think would make football a million times better. And I'm saying this is someone that basically runs as if they're cool. dragging a cartels up depth for deal. Um, Three balls. No, you should just this is should speed, be, speed should limits no, or something. Be, but that's, that, that's that's quicker than you were in that charity. Yeah, game I so. yeah. proposing
1: a five mile an hour speed no, limit. I, I reckon
0: there should be no offsides. I generally don't think there should be offsides. No, no oh, offsides. No, no way. Well, that, that, then you get then, goal you know, hanging, yeah, don't you? you? Get, I mean, go- offside brings, in, argument,
1: brings goal The ring. argument
0: about growing the game is the game's not exciting enough. That was a big thing. There's not enough goals for different markets who not naturally watch football. And I, I generally think how methodical and uh, easy it is for teams to pass uh, through and the, the, the loss of having two strikers up front is because the game is all now played Everyone's terrified about conceding and getting spun in behind and playing lovely interchanging passes. Let's bring back the big fuck-off 40 stone centre-forward that can just bang it. Gary Goals. (laughs) I I miss a Gary Goals. Keith Moore the other night. How great is it to um... have a big fuck-off target man battering centre-halves about? We need to bring that back
1: saw a film um a few years ago um and it was there was a very eccentric bloke i think he was in the former yugoslavia he might have been serbian might have been croatian i can't remember what it was but um he's he, they made a, a like a documentary film out of this bloke and he, his hobby his whole life is devoted to trying to change the rules of football to improve it um no one takes any notice of his <laughs> ideas but he's is and that was the point of the movie that no one you know it's like the, the ignored genius kind of idea. But he one of his ideas was, um, I think he came up with doing away or restricting offside. but I mean, that's been spoken of many times. But he also reshaped the football pitch. He got his local kids to play on, I th- was it an octagonal pitch or something? I can't remember how he did it. Circular pitches, he wanted football played. Every, you name it, a, a bizarre idea and he came up with it and um, he would send them off to FIFA. I think they basically threw it straight in the um in the bin or deleted it, the, the email Yeah, you, know
0: you know what his problem was there, Nick? He didn't have a load of oil money that he could have facilitated it <laughs> with that's that was his first mistake.
1: It was an interesting picture because it was as much a character study of an eccentric as it as it was um, you know, his ideas in themselves. Um just to to close us out, I want to touch on a couple of Millwall bits and pieces. Um, the Den is open on Friday night for the USA game I wonder how many people go along to the Aries Bar to watch the football um, They're selling tickets I mean, They're selling I thought, tickets? They're selling oh, right, tickets, okay. yeah, it's a fiver to, to get in uh, But you get a drink um, What drink? I don't know Budweiser
0: <laughs> bud, <laughs> bud, 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 bud Zero What is it? Uh, is it Angelo, Angelo Peretti or whatever it is
3: uh, we we
2: can
0: only wish you,
1: Angelo Perez. <laughs> but if you do fancy it out there, listeners, um, it's a fiver to, get, and you get a free drink. And it's I'm going to guess it's in Harry's Bar. Would it be in the uh, the exact? I don't know. Yeah. I
0: think it's in um, the I think it's been, been livened
1: up, right? up a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll just be I'm intrigued to know what kind of turnout there is for it. One, one game, uh, one you...
3: thing I will say quickly, Nick, on that, I went to a couple of the Euro games uh, when I was in SE16. Um, yeah. um, it was a really good, a really good little atmosphere, actually, um uh, real good laugh. So I would actually say um, I don't know what it's going to be like in exec or how well you got to behave. Don't get me wrong; I know all Millwall fans behave impeccably well, always, but um, <laughs> always. But um, they 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 were a good crack. They were they were good fun. Um, it was
1: presumably uh, presumably the bar will open. No, it's a seven pm kick off Friday with England USA. Presumably it would be open for, I the guess, I don't know, six o'clock so you can get in for a couple before the game and then maybe stick around for a couple afterwards. I don't know. For
0: no. me, I'd, I'd still fully commit to the outside, that for the fully outside atmosphere of people watching a big projector with some heating and shit going on. That that's,
1: that's how, in, the, in that SE16 yeah, area. Yeah. That oh, and Japan have scored,
0: but it's offside. Let's, let's all discuss how bad Germany's kit is. That's not a German kit, is it? That's a Juventus kit that they've nicked off. Germany
1: and Japan is underway. Just to explain for listeners listening to this as a podcast.
0: That is an awful That is an awful kit. For anyone that hasn't seen Germany's kit, it's a white kit with a black stripe down the middle. Where they are. How many times, yes, the times have they won the World Cup? Four um, times have they won the World Cup? Yeah, four times. They're four, two, they're four, two, they're four yeah. gold stars and, and the badge is in the middle. That's just. It's just very disappointing as World Cup shirts go. Oh, I, I, you I like it? It just, uh, it is, just is, looks. Is. Like... I did say I, I, I did say I like it, oh, so right. I I, I, it. just for me, that looks like that's been left on the Juventus cutting room floor as like as a foul <laughs> Juventus with shirt with by addy Yeah, yeah, by Ronaldo as he just walks off into the sunset for another payout. So, um, yeah, when's he coming to the den? When's uh Kavanaugh making the move for him? When 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 are we going for him?
1: because that's just because
0: that's just because that's just what we want we want to replace Benick Benick a fumble who doesn't press with another striker who doesn't press
2: (laughs) yeah all I will say on Ronaldo is that it's good to know that he's learned what mutual consent means oh (laughs)
0: lawyers lawyers for that one Lawyers, (laughs)
1: Lawyers, <laughs> this is what, this is a kind of
0: on his contract. Yes, by mutual yeah, right, yeah. This yeah. is a kind of satirical yeah. comment that people come to yes. our show
1: for. Ryan, I don't, know what I don't, know. I don't think. It's let's put it this one. way: Is
0: there a football team near Vegas that he can go to play for? Possibly. <laughs>
1: it's well, the brundby friendly.
0: I'm right. moving on. Moving on, on, on from, move on, on, Nick from, from any
1: talk of Cristiano Ronaldo's life. Um, let's move on. It's the, it's the Bromby friendly next week. Actually, it's come yeah. around quite, quite quickly, isn't it? And I, I did read on Southwark News that we're talking about a behind-closed-doors friendly. I, I imagine it might be against the Premier League side. So Probably know. Palace, it? Possibly Palace, yeah. I'd imagine. But um, that, that'd be behind-closed-doors. listeners. Hmm. So, um, football's looming. We've also got the Sunderland game the week after. So It's actually not that far away now, is it? No. It's, uh, for, for the Millwall, it's really um, weird.
2: I, I feel like not enough has been made of, obviously you know, nationally it's not probably gonna cause much interest. But I don't know, even a mill I am sure a lot of fans were really not the Luton game is on the I know, day of the World I Cup mentioned this on the last yeah, time I was how on. How
0: is that not is that not a national scat like but what it's not even right Ryan, it's not even that. It's the kickoff time of that fucking game. It's no, madness. No, of course, of course.
2: I can't I can't believe that there's not like I, I don't know. I obviously don't know what's happening at the club. I don't know if there's but if the club are pushing back, really, to try and get it... I don't know if it's too late to do don't it. But, what difference does it but honestly, insanity.
0: what difference does it make if we play at fucking 10am? What, what, oh. what actual difference does it make for Sky to take their team? You're the ones who have probably changed the fucking kickoff as it is. Move it to 10am... There's look, no one wants to miss the World Cup final if Mil- uh, if England no. are in the final. It's, it's, a, it's World a World did. Cup, um,
1: it's it's a round of six. Uh, no, sorry, I'm I'm lying. That's that's the third of December. That's the um,
2: yeah, that's the that's the Sunderland, that's the Sunderland game. 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 It's got two games on like, the Sunderland one. Okay, look, it's the rescheduled one. Fine, but I just, it's the I 10th it's we're
1: talking about. Oh, yeah.
2: no other teams are playing on that day. Obviously, maybe League One and League Two, but it's quarter, no quarter
1: final. A, no, that's a game, the Wigan game, isn't it? It's the World
0: Cup final, Nick. The World Cup, yeah, Nick, the World Cup it's final. It's a World
1: Cup final. The 18th, the 18th. Yeah. Sorry, I've been looking at the BBC World Cup site, listeners. Um, yeah, forgive it's, it's, me. It's,
0: um, I can't yeah. believe, I
2: don't, I'd be very interested to see, I don't know.
1: Three o'clock kickoff. off, kick off think, World if, Cup if, if,
2: already, if they've been released, I don't know who who is planning on, I know obviously for a lot of people it will depend if England are in the final, but, but for me even if England aren't in the final, I probably wouldn't go to a Millwall game if it was on the... I would rather go watch the World Cup final at home or... It would
1: be on TV, room, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I, for, I, for, for, I, for I, those know, that follow know. Millwall away regularly, and there's a lot that Yeah, does, exactly. I think it, it's well, ridiculous to put it.
2: It. It's a ridiculous I, position to put the I, I mean... There's a 12.30 start,
1: start, is it? Or is it a 12 o'clock start for that, that Luton game? I can't remember if it's a 12.30. Probably
2: 12.30, isn't it? They normally start at 12.00. But either one done by two wins. The World Cup's
0: at four, is it? I think he gives uh, you an hour when you get home. My, my,
1: um, so now, or you're going to watch it in my, a pub, maybe, in Luton, but not many welcoming hostels hosti- we'll that So that'll go anything. down. Yeah my,
0: conspiracy, yeah, my conspiracy theory is that they don't really want to have to police this game. So yeah, so we'll, we'll fucking throw it on and have less people turn up. That That's yeah. my... Well, they're going to get that I mean, yeah, that's going to yeah, a practical reality. That's what they want because they don't want to have to police Millwall Luton. And there's less that is the, that's the exact reason. I, which I know, obviously, other than the big
2: occasion when it all kicked off, there's not a load of trouble at Millwall-Luton games. Like, it's, Sky are seem to be obsessed with There's a few
1: over time. they brought since, a few down. there, smash since, a pub up once.
2: They've, um, since they've been back in the Championship, though, all of those games have been on TV. They're really obsessed with... It tends
1: like, to be a fixture. But, the problem kicked is kicked okay. like,
0: isn't, but I, I think, I think it. The, the reason they do that is that recently, we tend to be the best two teams... With shit budgets that do well, so they seem to. Yeah, it's kind of a narrative they can show how well we're doing and look at the vibrancy. Of the or, or or they're just or they're
3: just hoping for 1985.
1: To it's one or the, the other. They re-emerge. get both, don't they? They yeah, yeah, go look the how thing. progressive they are.
0: I think, it's, or... I think it's ridiculous. I think
2: it's genuinely, <laughs> scand- I, think it's genuinely scand- I think it's genuinely scandalous from Sky. I think I I I'm. It's kind of annoying me, but I, I get it. You know, it gets lost in the smoke. It's not really no one's really going to care was... outside of the mill bubble. But I think it's genuinely scandalous the fact that they've put it on. The day of the yeah. World Cup final,
0: I think it's I mean, no. It's, I, agree. I agree. I, I, I think, agree. I think I agree. looking at, at sort of this season and the way how it's been scheduled, I think it's it is scandalous the way that even realistically, League Two and League One clubs are being forced to play now as well. Yeah, like, you, like yeah, what is then... the what is the benefit of them playing? Didn't they play last night? It was League One fixtures or League Two fixtures last night? With you know, like, going it's, on? It's, like, it's madness. It's, we all should have stopped. We all should have worked out what we had to do and just and just gone from there because. The, the World Cup shouldn't be happening. Once it is happening, we had to deal with it, and that—that that was it. But um, yeah. that's that. It's had a knock. I mean, the weather as well has been atrocious. So for someone obviously linked to the women's game, a lot of the women's games have been cancelled over the last month because the I mean, really, even, um, yeah. even even three I've seen three G's flood, which is something that shouldn't happen. Um, so you know, it's um, I think it is having a knock-on effect because the pitches are in a worse state than what they normally would be because everyone's had to play a lot more football early doors to get to it, yeah. to get to the winter break, shall we say. Um, but, but there we go. I think um, from a Millwall point of view, I just want to say congratulations. I know they lost on penalties, but the Lionesses played last weekend um, or not last weekend, the weekend before last against a tier three Gillum side and took them to penalties and, Really, know, really yeah, good really performance good. from from all accounts. I wasn't there, but um, yeah, I thought they'd done really well and done really well for the club, to be honest, um, to, to take them there. Yeah. But I thought that was worth mentioning.
1: Final, final talking point. Well done, Is Well done. Um, yeah. Final final talking point, chaps. Um, Crawley Town posted. Uh, that it was Tony Craig's 700th uh, appearance in all competitions, career uh, appearances, 700th um recently i checked on uh, wikipedia he's done 702 games now since this was posted. wow um that is an immense that is an immense career games. um yeah. I'm looking michael at the list of um english uh appearances the list of players i mean obviously the uh, peter shilton tops the uh, all comps um list with a thousand but i mean the, the the club of 700 plus is a very, very limited number of people that's ever got to this stage in their career. I mean, hats off to Tony, he's a great favourite down the den and a middle fan, of course, too.
3: Yeah, and um, I, I, do you know what? I, whenever he, he, he just kept coming back, didn't he? he? He was one of these players who, even when he was sort of fanned out to a point of his ability wise, you know, whenever he went up to the championship, he was always that. It was a bit like, you know, Martin Allen at Barnet, whenever they're in trouble, he always comes in to help, he puts the cape on. And he was always like, no, Tony Craig, you, you, always, you could always rely on him to do well. And I always remember in his very first spell with us before he went to Palace, I did look and I think, what a player we've got here, you know, like as a left back. Um, it made, his career may have not, yes, he's got 700 games, so I'm not criticising him and his playing. He, he may not have gone on the trajectory he would have wanted because I think when he went on to Palace, he could have... He could have maybe gone on. Um, there was a few things behind the scenes that meant he come back to Millwall. But, yeah, top player, top pro, loves Millwall. Seems like a nice enough chap when you see him on telly. Never has a bad word to say about... Doesn't seem to have a bad word to say about anyone. Where's his auntie sleeve? And he's a real sort of captain material. So, fair play for him. Yeah. Every, every club he's been at seems to love him as well. So, he, he can't yeah. he, he must I be... Think, I think, right? I think football,
0: amazing. obviously, during his 700-game career, I think football's changed a little bit. That when he was... You know, when he started as a left back, I think he could get away. He's never been blessed with outstanding pace, so he used a lot of football intelligence and being physical. And I think that's that in those position, those positions, sort of as defensive wide players, whether you play left back or left wing back, mm. which without, changed without, a lot now. Without sounding, yeah, you know,
3: without sounding ridiculously stupid here, and I'll explain it. He, he played as a defender. There's so many left backs now who like you know, Scott Malone, for example, right, you're a defender, but we need you to push on. You know, so and so you need to push on an overlap. Craig wasn't an overlapper, he just defended, and I think he did it well enough. So
2: yeah, fair play to me. Yeah. Spent half
3: at the yeah, second no, half experience right.
0: centre back, really. But um yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit of both. I think I think just to be honest, just physically, the the that longevity, that the reason that players don't hit that number generally isn't out of choice you know like or a lot of players it's not that they go i don't want to drop down leagues i don't want to play at this level it's just being a a physical defender left back or center back at league one league two championship level for your entire career at the age of 37 still be doing it He's played most of crawley's games this year it's it's incredibly impressive it's incredibly impressive and i'm yeah, and I don't know—is he going to stop
0: this? Like, is this his last year? Don't know.
1: That's a good question. I was just wondering.
0: Where does Tony Craig like? Because three hundred, like three hundred more is too many. You're not—you're not, you're not going to get there. So you can't yeah. even go. I want to play a thousand games. Like, is it now? I want to get to eight hundred and see how I feel, or I want to get to seven fifty and see how I feel. You know.
3: Probably seven fifty. Seven fifty. Another another is mean, gonna take him a bit longer. The the, the
1: eight hundred plus uh, group is a very rare. Uh, I mean there, there are some you've got Shilton at the top as I've said.
0: Outside of keepers, um, is there anyone? Modern?
1: Um not n- n- modern know. players. I mean these are be from the seventies, sixties, um most recent bloke called Graham Alexander, nineteen ninety, twenty twelve, 2012
0: uh, Scott. Didn't he manage hearts at some point?
1: Possibly yeah, scum- uh, eight hundred and thirty-three. Scum- uh, then you're going back to nineteen um, sixties and seventies football. I mean, the most recent name that catches my eye here, you've got Neil Redfern for England, nineteen eighty two, two thousand four, various clubs, obviously seven hundred and ninety appearances. David James, goalkeeper, seven hundred and eighty-eight. So um, it's a, it's a rare group. Um, I think the thing that struck me with with Tony is, um, I and mean, obviously he's, he's much beloved at Millwall, but. Um, wherever he's gone to, I think he was a player a season at Brentford in their, their third division, third tier uh, days. Uh, but even following him at, at Bristol, you can't always keep half an eye on where, where our old boys have gone to and now Crawley. Um, Tony seems to embed himself in the club and become yeah. very well regarded and connect with the fans. And, you know, as, as he did with us. He seems to be um that kind of player, that kind of, whether he'll want to go into management at some
0: point. I, I don't know. Um, the fact that he's, and it's a good question about fact, how much longer he was The fact that it? he's played seven hundred games makes me feel like he definitely doesn't want to go into management, maybe. But um like I just I don't yeah. want to do that. Maybe I just, would uh, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's I mean, it. I think some people enjoy playing and find it very difficult to to manage. Um I mean personally, you know, doing what I do now, I couldn't think of anything worse than coaching or managing is fucking awful. It's bad enough doing doing scouting, let alone having the result hang on your decisions to somewhat it must be, it's a whole different level of, of responsibility mm. and, and pressure and all the other shit with it. Um, But yeah, I, I just think you can't take anything away from him. I think he's an honest, I think he's a very rare thing in the modern day of he's an honest football player that gives a shit. And there is a lot of football players now that think, that football owes them a life and a career, whereas Tony Craig sees it completely opposite way round. That football has given him a life and a a, a career and on all the all the nice holidays and but he's made all the sacrifices he needs to make to to play at thirty seven. Yeah, yeah do you I know mean. what I mean. There's, that's all right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have that. It's as simple as so I'm not gonna have that chocolate bar. You know they they, they make these decisions daily, and I don't they think do. people realise mm. how much self-discipline that that takes realistically to yeah. it was
1: interesting i mean what was the saudi game the there's a, the saudi defender took, uh, defender took a knee full in the face late in the game yesterday um against uh, argentina and i always think of the iconic image of tony wearing that um you know phantom of the opera yeah. mask at, at yeah. other, other, other clubs. i mean that's the physical price you know it's, it's one thing as a fan that you look on and say wow iconic image He's taken someone mean oh, broke his cheekbone. I mean, that was that um, slag from, um, what was it, Ainsworth, yeah. wasn't it? Did oh, that slag, Ainsworth. Yeah, Ainsworth. Ainsworth. Ainsworth.
2: Ainsworth.
3: Just looking you
1: know, at
2: his appearances as well, the story of like, so he when he rejoined Mobile for the third spell and obviously he got promoted, the first season back, he only played 18 games and the next year played 43, yeah. like just a school <laughs> war. And realistically, that was five years ago. He, the next season, he played four games in the Championship before then leaving for Bristol Rovers. No one... If, if you'd have said, after we got promotion to um to the Championship, if Tony Craig had gone out and gone, right, I'm retiring, no one would have gone, really? You're retiring? Like, he's had five years after that point.
1: He must love football, right? He must love playing football.
0: You'd think that was like the high point going, I'll, I'll, I'll finish at Wembley on a high. Go out on a high, high, I'm yeah, done. He just loved I'll a tell you what, player, I'll tell player,
3: you what, heard player. it here first. Heard it here first. If this is his last season at Crawley or he's got one more after, don't be surprised if you don't see him down well in. He's a local boy around, sort of like Belvedere, area type way. Mm. The way he loves football at the moment, I mean, he might get to a point where he thinks, like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm Fort Yod now, you know, I, I might not do it anymore. But, you know, uh, Gary Alexander still played for Greenwich Boroughs and all them towards yeah, the end. You yeah. still see Dave Martin knocking around. in. Skateboard. And, and Jay,
1: Jay Simpson there. I know he's
3: a lot younger, but Sid Nelson's at Welling now.
0: So don't be surprised if, if you see is some... Has Welling turned into the new Bromley?
1: I think
3: they want to be, but... um I think it was the original Bromley, huh? Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Welling's the original
0: that, Bromley, can, don't get can it me. Can anyone answer me this question? What does Alan Dunn do at Bromley? Isn't he supposed to be the assistant manager, but I've seen... Is he a coach? I've seen it. Coaching, he drives fire... He drives he? He I've, see, I've, I've seen randomly. him fucking... I've seen him on holiday <laughs> twice during the season. He must be the only non-league manager that goes on holiday. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like Edgar Davids. You remember when Edgar Davids was in charge of Barnet and refused to go <laughs> to the way to drive away? <laughs>
0: brilliant love we are gentlemen. Love,
1: we've straight far from Gianni into Infantino and we finished up in Welling um, with, with, does, with, with
0: does, the does, Gianni, like does Gianni feel does he feel Welling does he, does he also feel Welling <laughs> does he feel Bromley <laughs>
1: He lives in Qatar. I'd like to see him living in that um, that that that, that uh, flat above the shop next door to Welling. That would be where I put.
0: Gianni I want to see him. I, 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 I am. I am dancing.
1: Okay. There we are, chaps. I'm going to call it quits on the recording. <laughs> I want to say thank you to everyone for taking by. It's chaotic, listeners. I've got to edit, <laughs> edit this up. Um, thank you to you two for listening, and we'll probably come back another day with another World Cup special. Until then, from everyone on the show. Arrivederci, Millwall, and uh, arrivederci Gianni Infantino. Bye for now. Achtung, Millwall.
3: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt.
1: Now imagine them getting even softer over time.